When this boy meets girl, this boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets world. Hello, class. Open up your textbooks to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World, Season 4, Episode 9, Chapter titled 16 candles and 400 pound men yeah i wanted to draw out the titled a lot longer but um i knew that tanya was gonna have to read a four paragraph title (laughs) um we are here this week with a special guest because of course we got another wrestling episode and this one is like wrestling heavy yeah uh so we got high fun mike back welcome back mike what's going on how's it going it's going all right. <laughs> um, it's fun. Like it's. I'm real sore today. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I I posted on Facebook or Instagram or something. But either way, I thought it would be a great idea to chop wood yesterday for a movie night. And oh boy. And it turns out Hi-Fi Mike is actually like a fortune teller and can see the future. Because he said, mm, you're going to be sore tomorrow. And mm-hmm. guess who's sore tomorrow? To be fair, I was already sore at that point. <laughs> Tanya came home and I was like, I'm pretty sure on the verge of heat stroke in 98 degree weather. Like stars in his eyes and everything. I'm like, uh, you need to go get water. Yeah. Um, so what have you been up to, Mike? Uh, You know, working, watching. Mm-hmm. Well, not watching wrestling. I don't watch wrestling right now. Not on purpose. It's just not happening. Watching Boy right. Meets World, uh, podcasting. Really, that's it. I I I don't live a very uh, full life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you do a lot of podcasting. I do a lot of podcasting and editing, and for three different shows. And yeah, man. And you have a family. I would say that your life is quite full. There are many people who can't fit all of those things into their lives. Oh, I, I got to fit more. I also, well, and I play Airsoft and D and play D&D, and I guess I do live a pretty full life. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. That's pretty full. <laughs> there was a time when it's I was- like I, overflowing. Oh, yeah. There was a time when I was doing three podcasts a week, and it was hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was like, a, I love podcasting, so I'm enjoying this, but very quickly it turned into, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I feel that, man. Anyway, what have you been up to, Tanya? Um, well, uh, a lot of the same things, yeah. lots of gardening, lots of watering the gardens, lots of playing with the chickens. Over the course of the past two days, I have organized my seeds and like repackaged a whole bunch of them. So like nothing and, actually entertaining. And ordered more. I don't just... know what you're talking about. I don't have a seed problem. I do. Yeah. I got <laughs> nothing to add to that because you do. Oh, and I watch Kiki's Delivery Service. That's true. We got HBO Max. For those who don't know why Hi-Fi Mike is on the show today, he is a wrestling expert. His podcast is um, Book It. It's a wrestling podcast. And um, he is here today to talk wrestling because this is a wrestling episode of Boy Meets World. I I do have a lot of wrestling to talk about during this because I did some research. And oh, right. thank God, because I tried to do like a tiny bit of research and I gave up because there was so much going on on the screen and I could not like, this was a really tough one to yeah, log we, because we, Frankie heavy episodes are hard to keep up with. Yeah, let, we should get started because yeah. this episode is going to take forever for us right. to get through because it's Frankie and wrestling. So right. 
Um, this episode, uh, season four, episode nine, chapter titled... 16 Candles and 400 Pound Men. And the episode's over. Uh, it was directed by Jeff McCracken, and it was written by Matthew Nelson. Mm-hmm. Um, so very quickly, Tanya, blurb me up. The blurb for season four, episode nine, 16 Candles and 400 Pound Men is, Topanga is upset when Quarry misses her sweet 16 dance. Literally the last scene of the episode. Right. <laughs> Thanks, Disney+. Plus. So real quick, Mike, yeah. Tanya, yeah. classroom or not? Classroom. Classroom. It is a classroom. I think uh, this is the first time this season. And it's the only time in a classroom, I'm pretty sure, the whole episode. Yeah. 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 We start in the classroom. We, yeah. We and this is the first time we actually see Mr. Turner in a very long time. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. where he actually has real lines. Yeah. Well, uh, he had, like, a couple at the funeral a couple mm-hmm. episodes ago. But he wasn't, like, I don't know. Funeral. For the lunch lady. Oh, right, right, right. Um, so, yeah, we're in the English classroom, as you've certainly surmised. Uh, Corey is reading poetry. I meant to look and see what poem that was, but I did not. Did you? Nope. Did you, Mike? I didn't even think oh. about it. Oh, he researched wrestling stuff. <laughs> the, oh. the poetry was such a, a minor part of the episode. Like, it, it was a setup, but it mm-hmm. gets lost really quickly. Which is sad because it's fantastic. Right. So what we see is Corey is reading poetry and we see Frankie, you see his his back, which is such a beautiful metaphor for the fact that Frankie is back. That is true. Also, I've never seen him in English class before. I know. No, me either. He just happens to be there. I didn't think they were in the same grade. No, me either. Oh, wait, they weren't. Because Frankie has been in, I mean, I guess he could have failed enough times. But he's smart. And he was in Eric's class. We can't... I mean, yeah, he was. He was, wasn't... Because Eric said, like, he used to beat him up in third grade or whatever. <laughs> this is uh, Boy Meets World where time doesn't matter. Yeah. It's... So it's Boy Meets World? Yeah. Um. All right. So, yeah, Corey's reading a beautiful poem. Uh, it cuts over to Sean, who is sleeping on the desks. Like, curled up. On, like, three desks mm-hmm. at once. Have you ever done that? No, but I, I have that. slept... In class, many oh, times. Oh, I've slept like, through. Like sleep. I've slept through entire days. Like I'll go, I'd <laughs> go to class from homeroom. I'd go to each class and just go back to sleep. Like I would just put my head down from homeroom all the way to the end of the day, just sleep. Looking back, I kind of feel bad for sleeping. It's just like these people are here doing their stuff, and I'm just sleeping through their shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, any of my teachers, if you're ever listening to this, I'm sorry. It was my bad. <laughs> we'll make sure your teachers listen. I mean, right, Sean is sleeping through Mr. Turner's class, who is basically his dad, his favorite teacher. Right. Um, so Mr. Turner goes over and wakes him up like he probably has done a million times in the past. And Sean is like, I don't want to go to school. Corey's reading poetry. <laughs> and Mr. Turner says, Sean, up now. Get dressed. Go to class. And Sean like stands up and stumbles out of the room. He's like, all right, all right, I'll go. And Mr. Turner, what does he say? He says something like, um, uh, I, I can't wait to see how this plays out or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mr. Turner has a very spiffy haircut. Oh, yeah. Like, welcome short. to 1996, Mr. Turner. You are no longer in the mullet 80s. Yeah. So anyway, Mr. Uh, Mr. Turner says, do you guys know what this poem means? Do you understand what Corey just read? And he cuts over to Frankie and Frankie says. Um, well, and he says, Frankie, do it, buddy. Oh, yeah. Good point. <laughs> I mean, it was. 
It was cute. And Frankie's like, well, this poem, which Corey so eloquently read, and Corey's like, hey, like Fonzie. (laughs) Uh, Frankie says, and I wrote this down, uh, sometimes we love, and though it seems the object of our love is within reach, it does not reciprocate. And so we must keep reaching. And it cuts to Corey, and he goes, I thought it was about a doggy. (laughs) Did he say doggy or like GGY or donkey? I, Dog- I, every time I, I watch doggy? it, well, it could be doggy, <laughs> My- but every time I watch it, I heard something different. I was like, <laughs> I think it's doggy, but I like the idea that you thought it was donkey, it- and you're just like, I can't believe this poem wasn't about a donkey. <laughs> right? It so seemed like a donkey poem. It could have definitely been about a donkey. <laughs> it could have. <laughs> to be fair, I never, I don't think I ever actually heard what the poem was saying. Like, I knew he was reading something, and just like Corey and Sean, it went in one ear, mm-hmm. out the other. Yeah, for sure. Well, I am I am that way with poetry, and, like, I love to read, and I love to try to, like, enrich my life. But once words start getting too colorful for colorful's sake, my brain tunes out. I like that about most things, but I actually do really love poetry a lot. And, like, I still don't know it poem Corey was reading mm. so because i'm just like frankie's back um so anyway topanga turns around to Corey and she's like honey shh and uh mr turner goes okay anything else to add mr stacchino and he says yes thank you <laughs> <laughs> uh so class is over right mm-hmm. and um mr turner goes over to frankie and command co- commands commends him on what a great job he's been doing in class and tells him that he should help Corey and Sean out. Um, and then, uh, well, no, because Sean's not in yet. Corey asks oh, yeah. Frankie, like, you know, are things rough for you? Have you, like, been, have you been struck by Cupid's arrow? Like, what's going on? And Frankie says something about, like, having turbulent waters in his soul. Yeah, he's like, alas, this hits too cl- closely to home. Um, and then Sean comes like stumbling in and is like, I don't know where I am right now. That is my favorite part. <laughs> yes. So I don't know what's funny. going I like I don't know what's going on. I don't know where I am right now. But he's then he stands right next to Corey and realizes what's going on. So. Yeah, he like wakes up and um and then Mr. Turner comes in and he's like, You did such a good job, Frankie, like you should help Corey and Sean out. Uh they need a lot of help. So then he leaves and Corey comes up to Frankie. He's like, uh, I have some things to negotiate with you. Like, you could help us with poetry and we could help you with whatever, like, heart issue you're having. And Frankie's like, well, let me consider that. Okay. (laughs) He says, I, I, um... He says, I accept your conditions or something like that. Yeah, it's like, he says, I accept the conditions of your deal. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was just like that. I was like, all right. Frankie is so fantastic. Oh, just the best. So they agree to it and they say, you know, Frankie, who is it that you're trying to win win their affection? And he says, not here. Not now. And And then it cuts. Then it cuts over to Frankie's house. Which we have never seen before, I don't think, because... Well, we know he lives in the same neighborhood as Sean. Yes, but that doesn't mean we've been inside of his house. We've never been in. It's basically Sean's house, only it has a bunch of, like, wrestling trophies medals and, and belts books. all over it and a lot books. of books yeah. i feel like we have seen it but at the same time i've probably just seen this episode a lot yeah, yeah. you've seen this episode so. a lot and an upcoming episode probably a lot and i thought the upcoming episode was before this one when i was like 
mm. considering the timeline. Um, but yeah. I don't know what you guys are talking about upcoming episode. There's another Frankie episode upcoming. No, I I don't know what you're talking about. Is there, there one are... more Frankie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the last I think Frankie. it's either next episode or in a couple of episodes. Was it the... Okay. Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. You're right. It's the th- I keep going back to Thanksgiving one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's the last that's... time we see Vader. Yes. So. It's his last... Yeah. Okay. Rest in peace, peace Vader. That's all. Let's have a moment <laughs> of silence. Um, all right, so they're at Frankie's house. Um, uh, Frankie is going through his poetry books and talking to the boys about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's trying to tutor them. And... Vader bust in the door of his own house like and he's like this is it this is it like I am going to have a rematch with Jake the Snake and this is my chance at the belt and this is so exciting and like behind him Frankie's brother Herman comes in and um so Frankie goes to talk to his dad and his dad is like you know Herman was with me while I was working out and he's going to be a wrestler. You could have been a sumo, and like, all you, you care about is poetry. He's like, you could have been somebody, but you just keep reading those books. Yeah, he gets shit on for being smart. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, he, his dad's a, a big, dumb wrestler, quote. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's more of him being sensitive than smart. Mm. I don't think he's, he's, I don't think the smart is what's what he's been made fun of. It's because he's, now he's sensitive. He used to be, I mean, he used to be what? He used to be a bully. He's being right. people up. Now he's now he's reading poetry and being sensitive and not fighting, which right. But he always read poetry, even when he was a bully. Like that was part of his nature when he was a bully too. And obviously, he never had his dad's love, or he wouldn't be trying to get it now. I think I think uh, without having uh, Joey around, it made him soft. I think yeah. That's what oh, it was. maybe. Yeah, I do think though we saw him be soft throughout that time. Like some, yeah. But I mean, he like they went to his poetry readings. Like right. Harley Kiner went to his poetry reading. But they still beat kids up. Like he, <laughs> yeah, he, he was soft, he's a sensitive but, bully. He but, didn't like what he was doing. He just felt like he had to. Yeah, but now he's not doing the right. beating up. Right, right, but he could do it for money. Is what his dad is saying. He could, right. he could, he could now do it for money. Mm, yeah, that's true. And. Uh, He's not going to because Herman has decided he is going to carry on the Stakino tradition. Um, and he, I think he says, um, oh, he says, though my barking must improve. Woof. Yeah, woof. woof. <laughs> and Corey's like, he said woof. How cute. And then Corey runs over and he says something to, to um, Vader about like. Being a big fan. This reminds like... me of like when you fought Psycho Sid at the garden. Um, is that the spectrum? Was it the spectrum? It was the spectrum, and he's like, "You, you were there. Well, why would he be there? Like, how? That's what pissed me off. Is he's like, you, you were at that match? No, man, I watched it on TV. Right. But, okay. I, I, I remember <laughs> once where where Sean where Sean and Corey or Corey was even like, I, I've gone to wrestling. Right. I went, I went to the spectrum. Yeah. Um. Maybe it was after like I don't know. It was be it was in between time warps. He went. <laughs> yeah, probably. I keep wanting to say Frankie. Mr. Mr. Vader, <laughs> Senor Vader. Uh, he says he says to Frankie like, "Oh, you you got to be more like this boy. He's a real fan," and they they go off on their whole thing, right? Yeah, like so. Then Vader goes and he's like talking to Frankie, and while they're talking, um, Sean goes, "Corey, I just realized who it is that Frankie loves that doesn't love him well, no, back." Corey says it, and then 
Sean's like, me too. And he's like, he names some girl. Amy Reynolds? Amy Reynolds. I can't read my writing. And Corey's like, yeah, exactly. Amy Reynolds. And then he's like, no, his dad. Like, he's trying to get his dad to love him. Um, so then, like, Frankie comes over, and he's like, and Corey's like, okay, so what your brother is doing is, like, showing him that he appreciates, like, what they're both into. You're skipping over Topanga Sweet 16. Really? Yeah. It cuts to the hallway for, like, a quick scene oh, that you yeah. probably mm. didn't write down. I actually did write it, but I just hate this part so much. You hate it? Yeah. Okay, we'll get to that. So, we cut to the hallway, Topanga's there. She's telling, she's reading a dumb poem that, like, she feels like is cheesy about her Sweet 16, or Corey reads it. It's on her card, mm-hmm. and... It's a bad, it, it's a bad card. I'll, I'll admit. Yes. It, it's, a, like, it, it rhymes, I think, Sweet 16 with Keen. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like... It wouldn't it be Keen if you went to my Sweet 16? It, it was not, I was not about that. It was, man. like, a baby shower card. Right. Yeah, and and she says, my mom wrote it, don't judge. I don't even want to go to this Sweet 16 party, uh, but are you going to be there? And Corey says, oh, I'm your boyfriend. Of course of course, I'll be there. Why wouldn't he be there? Like, in what? That was, well. That, so that's my question. Like, the question of, like, why would he even not, like, she didn't even need to invite him. Why does he even need an invitation? Why would they he say no? They do everything together. Right. He wouldn't, like, is he just going to say no? He's right. Like, no, right. I'm not, I'm not coming. Um, but at the same time, she's like, oh, please come. It's not even for me. It's for my parents. Like, don't manipulate him into going to your stupid party. Like, you're my she's boyfriend. She's just embarrassed that she's into it. Right. Like, you're my boyfriend. You're coming to this party. Like, this this isn't a negotiation, man. Right. Right. <laughs> so now we cut back to Frankie's place, and Frankie's talking to them about putting themselves in the mind of the poet, get into a quiet mm-hmm. place, and... Corey says, that's what you need to do. Put yourself in the mind of your father and and think of the thing that he loves the most. And Frankie goes, my brother Herman. And that was heartbreaking. I didn't catch that at all. Oh, my God. That's gosh. messed up. We, look, we looked at each other and we were both like, oh, like, that was so hard. It was such a quick line that they didn't address, like, the magnitude of it. But it, he just, like, quickly says, my brother Herman. And Corey says, no, wrestling. But, like, that's where Frankie's mind is. Like, he mm-hmm. doesn't love me. He loves my brother. Right. Um, so he, Corey says, like, all right, so I have this tip. This is what he should be doing. You should go tell him this tip. Like, and he does it. Well, and, and meanwhile, Frank, uh, uh, Vader, I, I don't know why I keep wanting to call him Frankie. They're two very different people. <laughs> And Vader, like, kicks the door down again. He's like, it's time! It's Vader time! And he's all excited about his rematch with Jake the Snake for the for the chance for the, the title. They constantly call it a fight. Yeah. And it, it really irks me. Yeah. Because it, it's like you can tell that the writers have never watched a lick of wrestling. But that's not true, ever. right? What? The writers did watch wrestling. So they did, but... Maybe not in this case. I don't. Mm. I don't. Because uh, it would be a match. I mean, Matthew Nelson. Be, I don't know if he does, if he's ever watched wrestling. It would be a match. They also keep calling it a belt, which at at least at that time was very very frowned upon. It would have been a title. Uh, Ninety six. I think Vince was still pretty loose about it. I, was he? Uh, I would think so. I think it wasn't until later that he really wanted to call it just call it a title. 
Mm-hmm. It, but I, because I feel like I remember, and it, it could, I could be wrong. I know in WCW, they definitely called it a belt. A belt, and and so, I at that time I probably watched more WCW than WWE. What? So why was that frowned upon? Why was the belt like? Why was that not? It's a just thing? Vince. Just Vince McMahon doesn't want to call it a belt because it's not a belt. It's a championship. It's a title. It's just it it holds more weight. If you're calling it like a belt is an object, mm-hmm. T- the championship, the title is, you know, that has prestige. Okay. And I, th- I think the quote that multiple guys have said that they've heard backstage, if they call it a belt, Vince will go, a belt holds your pants up. This is a title. Mm-hmm. Goddamn. Oh. It's good shit. Well. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's... Yeah. I don't like to talk about him too much. He's like, I'm like an anti-fan of him. Mm-hmm. I just cannot stand him. I I have mixed feelings about Vince. I I think that he has one of the greatest minds in all of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Without him, we wouldn't. I don't think we'd have wrestling. Period. Yeah. I, I think it would have. It was. It would have been something that went away a long time ago, and he brought it to the forefront. But he's also a crazy old man. He's so a shithead. He's got some 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 weird problems, but. As far as wrestling goes, and and he doesn't make uh, it, all of his decisions aren't always the best. I'll, I'll agree with that, but I do think overall he's the greatest mind we've we've had in wrestling. Period. I think so too, but I think he's lost it. Oh yeah, yeah no, absolutely. Like, and he's an actual like bad person. <laughs> yes, definitely. Like, I think he's while he's created like this like crazy amazing empire, he's like a really bad person. But. Anyway, uh, so now we're in the hallway. Now we cut to the hallway. Well, this is after Frankie goes to tell Vader that he needs to set up his Vader bomb uh, quicker. He has to turn to Corey to say, was it quicker or Well, because he slower? says it all like flowery. He's, he's, he does it like poetically and kind of gets lost. And then he's like, wait, quicker, right? He forgot the word. And then Vader gets like so excited and he's like, this is the kind of thing I need. I need you ringside he's at like, my, my map. boy, oh, my so boy, giving me wrestling advice. So I forgot to mention one thing. All right, yeah. so earlier when when Corey, when Vader comes in and he goes up to Corey, he gets really close. Like, yes. they're really close, uncomfortably close. And I didn't like it. I was like, mm, I don't know about this, man. Well, so I agree with that, but I also... At this point in time, I wonder if my discomfort comes from the fact that, like, I'm uncomfortable seeing anyone get close because my brain goes, mm. we're not supposed to be close to each other. Like, I think it, we it, have a pandemic going on. Everyone yeah. needs to stay far away. We've been watching Supermarket Sweep. Like, it's been ridiculous. That's what we've been doing this week, every single night. And, like, everyone, like, hugs each other at the end. Like, oh, all yeah. these strangers are, like, hugging each other. And all my brain is going, like, oh, no, stop hugging. So mm-hmm. part of my discomfort with people getting too close to each other is just because of, like, the the climate that we're in right now. I I just think it would have been uncomfortable in general. Like, yeah. You're, you're, well, yeah, probably. But those wrestlers, close, like, the, man. I'm a, I'm they're a child. so... <laughs> The, the the guys the wrestling guys I mean you'll see them in the ring like fate like mouth to mouth with each right, other right right but, but they know that's gonna happen right when he's just a teenager at a at right. his friend's house and then this dude's dad just yeah walks right up gets in his face they're like touching like like fronts yeah. are touching I'm like mm, 
I don't know about this. Yeah. yeah. It is really weird to me, like, maybe because I'm, like, a, uh, like, <laughs> copter parent, that, like, all of these kids go to each other's houses, and, like, they don't really, like, the parents don't really know whose houses that they're going to. Like, they're going into homes where, like, bad things are happening. So, I'm gonna plug this real quick. If you've ever listened to our show, Debatable. I have. It is I a, knew this it is a running. It is a running gag that I as a teenager would leave my house for weeks weeks on end and my mom my mom knew where i was but it it's she you know they'd say she didn't know where i was and i was at friends houses and stuff and just staying over there for weeks and months on end so i i feel it i think it could happen it's it's realistic <laughs> yeah it's I, definitely, I agree yeah there's definitely plenty of times i left my house and my mom had no idea it's like i'm going out i'll see you eventually I'll see you in January. <laughs> right. I mean, definitely by the time I could drive, and I think maybe when I was like 15, I would go to a friend's house and it would just be like, hey, I'm going over to my friends. And then we would go find places to skateboard and we'd be wherever. Like, mm-hmm. we'd be climbing fences to try to find a good spot to skate. And my parents didn't know any of that. Right. I, I could have definitely ended up dead in a ditch somewhere. No, My mom would have never known. See, we- that's where my concern comes in. I'm like, I just... Like, I want to know because at least I want to know where to find them if something goes wrong. But everything turned out fine. Exactly. That's true. So, I mean, I didn't do, we didn't, there was only probably one or two times where I said it kind of got close. I've definitely been (laughs) mugged before at like 3 a.m., but we're good. (laughs) <laughs> you have a lot of life experience you came out on the other side stronger than ever the most they tried to steal from us was our magic cards which <laughs> they didn't take so you just didn't have any that were valuable enough oh we we definitely would have but they just didn't know, they just didn't know and one of the muggers was like let's not take their cards man and then they left <laughs> Can I just say I sold what was probably like thousands of dollars worth of magic cards for like sixty dollars a couple of years ago, I'm so and mad I kicked myself. I kicked myself for it over and over and over again. I wish I would have known. I would have bought them for seventy. <laughs> <laughs> the guy was like, "I'm teaching my niece and her friends how to play. They're like twelve, and I got so excited. I even sold my favorite deck. It was my favorite deck. It was the best deck ever, and I sold it because I was like, this is the deck that like she should use to learn to play because it's life giving.' And I like gave it to him, and I was like so excited. And I think about it, like I will lay in bed and all of a sudden be like. I don't have magic cards anymore, and I sold them for way too little money. Was it a white deck? Yep. I had a white and black Orzov deck that would give you life, and also every time it'd give you life, take double life away. It was awesome. Oh, that's And a then good it one. would take it from you and then give it to me, and I would just stack my points. Ugh. I haven't played magic in over 10 years. I still have my me cards. Me either. That's why I sold my cards. I have most of my cards, but I had a binder full of my magic and pokemon cards all my rare stuff like all the stuff i would trade for and get and it would be in there and i found it in my friend's car and then i put it back in his car and i'm 99 percent sure he sold my cards probably probably for too little sometimes i go off on video game tangents and tanya gets very upset and tells me to cut it out of the episodes but then she just did 45 minutes on magic the gathering so i barely even talked about it anyway we go back to the hallway at school um, where Frankie does the funniest little like shuffle over to Corey and Sean, and he's like, "Oh, if it looks like I have a spring in my te- step, in my tip, in my tip, 
Gross. <laughs> he definitely had a spring in his tip. Gross. <laughs> um, I know you like Frankie. Um, he says, I've, I've finally begun to win the love of my father. Um, that's why I need you guys with me tomorrow night. And Corey's like, I'll be there. And Sean's like, well, you can't be there. It's Topanga's Sweet 16. I can't um, believe that Sean is wrangling Corey right now. Right. And, well, it's because Sean doesn't like wrestling, so he's like, I don't want to go to this shit. Right. Um, and Cor- uh, Corey goes over to Frankie and he says, w- wait a second, I-, I can't go tomorrow night. What's tomorrow night? And Frankie says, oh, it's the most important night of my life. My father is fighting Jake the Snake for the chance to fight Shawn Michaels with for the title. Um, I wish we had gotten to see that fight. So yeah. what do we know what day of the week this was? Did they say? No. All right. So either way, let's say this was on a Friday. Mm-hmm. And it, but you would assume the thing it's is, a super sweet 16 birthday party. And they're at school. And it's the next day, right? Is that? Mm-hmm. Right. A wrestling match would not be for a number one contendership. <laughs> on a Saturday. Uh, would not be in an arena like that size anyways would not be on a Saturday. Most most likely. It also didn't look like a pay-per-view. Though. No. Right. It sh- so. So it would have been like a Raw or a SmackDown but it would. But it there was no SmackDown right. at that time. Right. It would have been it, they, essentially they had Raw, but a house show. But also, what it, it was set up like a house show. It was a thousand yeah. percent set up. And you know what? They actually did. I'm pretty sure they did say they recorded it at a house show. If I remember Bruce Pritchard's podcast, that's what I was looking into. Uh, if I because re- I remember Bruce Pritchard brought it up a few times. Um, and he, I'm pretty sure they said they did it at a house show, which a hundred it, it makes sense, but. He would not. It would not be on TV, right? And if it was on TV, the only time they really did that would, would be CCTV in Madison Square Garden, not where they would have been the Spectrum. Uh, so that 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 doesn't make sense. Um, it and it's on a Saturday. They wouldn't they wouldn't have recorded that. Like it wouldn't have been. They would not have had that big of a match for number one contendership at a house show on a Saturday. And this is why we brought you on here today. Though the nineties, you know the nineties were wild, so who knows? But. <laughs> <laughs> the nineties were wild, and this is why. Uh, at this point, they were getting WWE was getting smacked down in the ratings by WCW. Mm-hmm. Uh, they probably would have recorded this probably earlier in the year, so I would probably say about around April. So maybe, may, maybe June. Depends on when, because NWO would have come out in June of that year. Uh, and yeah, then that completely turned everything. I also don't remember Vader. I mean, maybe you do Vader ever having a match against Shawn Michaels for the, for the title. So, uh, so I did look that up. I was like, Hmm, I wonder if he did, but so earlier in the episode, they had mentioned that, uh, let me bring it. I actually have, I have to go through this. It was a rematch, right? That well, the the Jake the Snake thing didn't happen, so that that was oh. definitely for the show. When he mentioned the the Spectrum, he said that he faced Psycho Sid at the Spectrum in mm-hmm. 1996. Uh, it Big Van Vader did not in the Spectrum per se because I didn't look that up, but he did actually face. Uh, he did have a feud or something with Psycho Sid. So I also looked up to see if there was anything with Shawn Michaels. And lo and behold, that also stands up. He hmm. did really? face Shawn Michaels, and I lost the thing here, but I will find it. So, 
we're still in the hallway. We'll get to the wrestling match in a second. Well, and and uh, so Corey basically is like, all right, I will figure it out. I'll be there. Well, he says, and it, tomorrow night's Topanga's 16th birthday, so I can't go, which means nothing at all to her, except it means everything to her if you listen to her closely. Um, so um, Frankie says... <laughs> What about you? Or he looks at Sean, and Sean goes, "Hey, I don't know anything about wrestling except when I'm wrestling the uh, playing the McCusky triplets in Twister." <laughs> uh, and mm, yeah, so that was Frankie... a kind of weird one. I'm not gonna lie, I was <laughs> yeah. like, I thought so that was hilarious. He's, he's with triplets. Like, what's going on here? What? Yeah, and what? last week Corey was worried that he was way behind Sean. Like, he is way he behind is a Sean. thousand percent behind Sean. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Are they is he with the triplets at the same time or separate? Yeah, he's I'm, playing Twister with all three of them and wrestling. Yes. Oh, um, oh, so I say so. I found I found what I was. Gonna, uh, oh, so okay. all right. So here's what happened. Vader. This this is as far as I can tell the only person the only time Vader and Shawn Michaels touched was when uh, Shawn Michaels eliminated Vader from the Royal Rumble. Okay, and what year was that? That was ninety six. So that was okay. that would have been January ninety six, and then with uh, Psycho Sid, he was so it was Vader, Owen Hart, British Bulldog team up against Shawn Michaels, Ahmed Johnson, and Psycho Sid. Then Vader faced Michaels again at SummerSlam, where Vader won by countout. But it wasn't for the title. But it was not for the title. Okay. Yes. There you go. That's a lot. That is That's a lot. lot. And you did so much research, and I'm you so did. proud of you. So I, we, yeah. we did none. <laughs> so then after that, then Vader went off against The Undertaker. So so they have this whole thing about the McCuskey triplets, so Corey can't go, and then... Frankie starts to walk off, and he's like, I walk alone. Alone I walk. Without a father I am. And... Corey's just like, ugh, I'll be there. And Frankie goes, I know. Do you know why I knew you would go? And Corey goes, because I want everybody to love me. <laughs> and Frankie says, no, I was going to say because you have a good heart. Oh, he also says, after Corey says that, he goes, oh, I've noticed that. <laughs> um, so Corey walks over to Topanga and, and uh, Sean is like, she's going to kill you. You can't like, you can't tell her no. And Corey's like, it's going to be fine. Watch. I'll bet you a dollar. And so he walks over there. He says... Hey, uh, Topanga, I've got something tomorrow night. What if I was to tell you? And she was like, I would die. I would die. I know I said it wasn't important, but you have to be there. I have feelings about that, man. So he should have just been like, wait, you need to relax. Let's figure this out. I have a problem. Right. That's it. It's, it's Granted, this episode wouldn't have been nearly as entertaining. But <laughs> exactly. He would have been like, look. Give me like your your party's gonna go out for a while. It's only three three tenths of a mile down the road. Give me like a half hour. Let me go help him, and I'll be right there. Just relax. But at fifteen years old, were you able to stop and think rationally about those things? Because I wasn't. I probably would have, but that comes down to my anxiety because I would go through <laughs> every single like way to make this work or you know like it would i would play it over my head like here's how it should happen let's figure out how to make everybody happy so i would think Corey would have thought it i i think maybe yes and i think you're right i think topanga is against it now but if Corey had explained the situation she would have been like oh of course you need to be there for for frankie right, right. 
but but in this case, Corey just gives up and he's like, you know what? I'll be there. You know why? And she says, or no, she says, oh, I knew you would. You know why? And he says, because I have a good, I have a good heart. heart. And she says, oh, I was going to say because you want everybody to love you. <laughs> and then she's like, but now that you say it, like, yes, you have a good heart. Uh, so we cut back to the Matthews living room. Sean and Corey walk in and Sean is telling him that he's got it all figured out. He's got a VHS tape that has all the answers on it. Mm-hmm. I expected it to be Three's Company, to be honest, but <laughs> it, this works. Um, uh, Three's Company would have been more relatable to Sean and his whole triplet situation. Yep. <laughs> That's true. But there were also so many episodes of Three's Company where, um, what's his name? He had to be in a million places at once. Yeah. I mean, there was an episode of that in, like, every sitcom, like, where you had to, uh, like, that's, figure out how to be in two places. That's true. That's a classic That's a classic sitcom trope that they also brought up in Community. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That, that as much as I don't like the later seasons, that, that was a good episode. Yeah. We'll have to have a Community cast and discuss the fact that, really, you know, all the seasons have merit. I do believe we said that the last time Mike was on. <laughs> I love Community. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, Corey goes, so what is this magical tape you have, this this whatever? And Sean goes, ah, Flintstones. I love the Flintstones. So he turns it on and he's like, here, exhibit A, Fred, big feet, big heart, just like you. <laughs> um, so they go through the whole thing. Um, and he's like, see, if he's like at his tournament, he has his hat on. And then when he gets to Pebble's party, he makes sure he takes his hat off. Like the classic switcher outfit. Nobody knows. So here's where he went wrong. He left his hat on. He went to Pebble's party. He got found out. And here comes the frying pan. Wilma hits Fred in the head with the frying pan. We don't see it, but we hear it. And Corey basically says, like, I, this is a TV show. Uh, This is real life. We can't get places in a few seconds. In TV shows, uh, entire days can pass over a 20-minute episode. And Sean was like, no, you can do it. And Corey's like, oh. Okay. It's like it's the same thing. Same thing. I love the fact that in this season they have called out a few times the fact that it's a television show. Yeah. I love that about this season. (laughs) It is. But now we cut to the spectrum for the WWF match. Um. And Mike, do you remember who's standing in the middle of the ring doing the? uh, Oh yeah. I love you. Brother Love. I love Bruce Pritchard. Obviously, yeah. I didn't know much about him then, but now, like, people still talk shit, but I love Bruce Pritchard. I love I love the fact Brother Love. It's great. I get, yeah. Uh, yeah, I get most of my impressions from Bruce Pritchard's impressions. My impressions are impressions of Bruce Pritchard doing impressions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for those of you who don't know, he does a podcast where he talks about basically every second of wrestling that he was ever involved in in history and he knows every he remembers everything that ever happened Which probably wrong but he remembers it a lot he was a there lot. he's he was there for uh, 20 30 years like a yeah. very other than a little stint he wasn't he's been in a lot he's had a huge role uh, as Vince McMahon's basically one of his right hand men yeah and then he got fired for several years and now he's back mm-hmm. um so anyway, uh, Bruce Pritchard's in the ring doing the the announcing the intro, uh, and Frankie and Corey and Sean come in following Vader. While uh, Jake the Snake is in the ring and he's like swinging the snake around and uh, and Frankie, Corey, and Sean like get announced as being there with Vader, <laughs> which is weird. So I have a few more problems with it. 
<laughs> First, okay. I, as, as much as I do like Bruce Pritchard, I think it should have been Fink. I think well, yeah. I think Fink should have been the one announcing it, and they could have had Bruce Pritchard still do the commentary. But but had like you didn't even have to do that. You could have had I don't even know who the commentary team was at that point. I think it was Jr. I don't. I maybe King. I don't think you'd want King on this episode because he was he's a scumbag. Um, yes. But I would have been fine with Bruce Pritchard doing the commentary, but it should have been Fink. And also, Jake the Snake having the snake already out of the bag made me angry. <laughs> and then I'll mention it again when we get to the other part. Cause... Well, because he obviously puts it back. Does he? Because... They I don't... think so, because... I, but, anyway. But he's already been out of the bag. Like, you've already brought the snake out of the bag That's way too saying. early. So he has it out during announcements, and then later they're like, oh, no, he's taking the snake out of the bag. Yeah. It it made me angry. I was like, why? Yes. Doesn't, you know what? The book was better. Um, (laughs) So we, uh, we, they have to like run out. Um, Um, Yeah. So the wrestling match starts and um, Corey's like, or Sean's keeping time and Sean's like, 75. And so they go to run out, and Frankie's like, "Where are you guys going?" They're like, "We didn't buy programs. We gotta go. Bye." And they like they run say, out. We it's hard to know who's who the players are if you don't get a program. And Vader, uh, uh, Frankie goes, <laughs> "My father, not my father. How difficult is that?" Is that wrong? <laughs> so shouldn't they have brought Herman? Herman, right? The the little one. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't he if he wanted to be a wrestler? Why wouldn't they have also brought him? There was no room. There's not... Obviously, Vader does not have room in his heart for both of his sons. Like, it's one or the oh. other. I didn't think about that. But one wants to be a wrestler. wrestler one's just giving him tips. That's has to bring his friends along. Like, why are you bringing your friends along, man? That's As true. for you, like, I don't have all these tickets to bring all these other people. Right. Well, they didn't need tickets. They weren't in seats. Back, they were ringside. Backstage passes. He only gets so many. Yeah. It was so Vader... Well, Vader so he's a-, a famous wrestler... Who doesn't pay a lot for a mortgage and stuff like that. Apparently doesn't get paid very much either. Looking at his digs, like... Well, that's what I'm saying. He might get paid a lot, and then he just uses it all for backstage passes. uh, I feel like, as a wrestler at that time, if he's living like that, it's not backstage passes that he's spending the money (laughs) on. That's true. It was was a lot of other things. Hookers and blow. Right. No, yeah. That, That, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Frankie's got a lot more to um, compete against than he even realizes. Right. <laughs> he, yeah, he doesn't love Herman. He loves hookers and blow. Yeah. yeah. But so they run out. They get to the party. Like, they're running into the party. Corey's throwing on, like, a suit jacket. And Topanga's, like, getting punched or something. And he's like, Topanga, where have you been? I've been looking everywhere for you. There's so many people here. It's so easy to get lost in the crowd. All right, so I have another problem. <laughs> All right. This is Problems with Boy Meets World, yeah. Season 4, Episode I, 9. I love this episode, but it has a shit ton of problems. Let's, well, there's let's so much inconsistency so, in this specific episode. I did the math. It's going to take us about four and a half, about four and a half minutes to run a third of a tenth of a mile, right? That's what they three tenths mm-hmm. of a mile. Three tenths of a mile. On average, it's gonna take them. It's gonna take them about four and a half minutes. I like to imagine that you got this number by going outside and running, 
three tenths of a mile. That's that's giving me more credit than it's worth. <laughs> I was laying in bed. I'm like, mm, let's let's do this math real quick. <laughs> so it takes them. Let's say they're running back and forth. So altogether, the trip is going to take around ten minutes for just running. They've got to get in and out of the spectrum. So they're going through security, running through backstage, trying not to get lost. So let's add another three minutes. Let's let's three to five just minutes, right? in and out of That's, an arena like that right. takes ten minutes. And you're saying getting in, getting out, running through the parking lot. Even if the spectrum is three-tenths of a mile, you're, you got to run through the parking lot, get to where you're going. You're not you're clearly not driving yet. So let's say there, it's taking them about... 15 minutes just for the trip and that's gracious so mm-hmm. they're spending about they run twice that's about 30 minutes this match is not going to be a 45 minute match and her party's going to be way longer than this match is agreed mm-hmm. why didn't like- he go to the party first be like alright I gotta go do this it's just down the street I will be right back also, don't play the song that you want us to dance to because this is your party and you have control over mm-hmm. that. Don't play that until I'm back for good. Right. And Sean apparently wasn't actually invited because he's hiding the entire time. Yeah. Like, why not leave? Here's a, here's a crazy thing. Leave Sean there to distract her. You run, give him the tips, then run back. Obviously, Sean doesn't want to be there to be be at the match to yeah, begin with. Yeah, but Sean wasn't invited. Why wouldn't like, Sean? He makes jokes throughout the whole thing that was like... Thanks for the invitation. It was a lovely party. I don't even remember hearing that. I, I guess he says that. Yeah, he says that at the end because he's hiding behind something, well, and Topanga's I, like, "Sean." That didn't sound sarcastic to me. I thought he was trying to make a, you know, just make a like, "Thanks for inviting me." Like, it didn't sound sarcastic to me. It just sounded like he just. I thought it implied like, like he, he wasn't invited. I think I kind of thought it implied the same thing, like the way he said it, where he was like, "Oh, thanks for the invite." I, yeah, I yeah, I don't know. It just sounded like but, he was just like uh, being funny about it. Yeah. So anyway, Corey uh, turns Topanga off because she's like, um, "What do you do? What, can't wait for the dance." And he's like, "Oh wait, hold on. There's your aunt Ruthie. You know, your aunt Ruthie's here. And really, how long will she be here on Earth? Uh, we don't know <laughs> how much funny. time we have. We and never know how much know. time we have here. It was funny, and then the 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 thing that I felt so so heavily was as he's walking away, he's like, "Sean, I don't even know what I said. I have done that so many times <laughs> where you're like, I just have to say something. I'm gonna say it, and then you walk away, and you're like, what just happened? I blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> so then they go back. They go back to the, to arena. the arena, and like. Not much time has passed. Not much has happened. They're wearing Vader masks. I mean, it's been it's been at that point it had to have been at least ten minutes. It had to have been at least fifteen to twenty minutes. Right. Again, like they're running through parking lots. Vader's not gonna have that much stamina. He's no. not. He's not gonna have that much stamina, especially with all the the hookers and blow. Uh huh. So and Jake the Snake was getting up there in age at this point. He didn't right. have long matches. Every time Vader got out of the ring to talk to Frankie, he could not breathe. He couldn't breathe. He was, like, sweating profusely. It was, like, the the first time that we saw The Undertaker come back when we were, like, yay, we're so excited. And then we thought he was going to die within mm-hmm. five minutes. And we were, like, he's never coming back again. And then we saw it happen, like, 25 times. And, and I was, like, I'm back. not going to watch this happen anymore. If he says he's coming back, I'm turning this off. He's done now. He says he's done now. I'd take he another. He said it a few times. I'd take another cinematic match. I won't go. I'm not going to lie. I'd be cool with that. I really like the one with AJ Styles. 
Yeah, it was good. Anyways. <laughs> you started that. Anyways. So he comes back and Frankie's like, I don't know what to do. This is going really badly. And basically, Corey's like, I don't have anything left no. for you. At this point, we're still a step away from that. Corey oh, says, really? uh, Jake, Jake is setting up for the DDT. Tell your dad to counter. Oh, so he yeah. yells out, Dad, watch out for the DDT. I feel like... What's the DDT, Mike? It's when they put their head... He puts his head... You can't see it because it's an audio podcast, but the head goes... I need you to describe in length I'm, what you are doing with your arm right now. So I'm putting my arm in like... I don't know, like... It's a triangle. Yeah. It's a sideways... He's a little teapot. And then, uh, this is such a good indication of like how this podcast goes. She said, I need you to describe it, and then started describing it. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. I mean, you, could, you seem to be doing it really well, so I'll yeah. act it out. Okay. <laughs> So right. you go like so this. So he's a little teapot, and then, but he doesn't have a spout. <laughs> and then you drop him on the head. And then he falls off the counter. Right. He's a teapot that falls off the counter with while no spout. Holding, while just holding a, handle, a head. While in... holding a head in his handle. Yes. And now everybody does a DDT. So the fact that Jake the Snake had a DDT as a finisher at the time was fantastic. Was like, was like, oh my God. But now yeah. it's like, oh, it's a DDT. Now you have to do a, a 540 off the top rope while doing a DDT. I'm not going to lie. That would be lit. I'd, yeah, I'd, it would. You have to have it where. It would, oh, it would be cool if you have like. Uh, uh, all right, so have Randy Orton be the one on the ground, right? And, but then do we have, have to have Randy Orton do anything anymore. Well, the reason I'm. I'm Tony hates everybody. I do not. Do, why do we hate Randy Orton now? I just I'm not a fan anymore. He used to be my favorite, and then he did something. He did something that rubbed me the wrong way, and I was like, "Ew, Randy Orton." So, anyways, the reason is because he can, he can, uh, I'd say, have Seth Rollins jump off his, his neck, like, going for the curb stomp. And then, I don't know who you want. Let's just have Jake the Snake anyways. Jake the Snake can come off the top rope and pull pull uh, Seth Rollins by the head and do the DDT off, off the top rope. That would be lit. Yeah. I'd be cool with that. And it doesn't have to be Jake the Snake. It could be literally anyone else, but I can't think of any names. Have it be AJ Styles. He can jump high enough. All right. Glad we booked that. You did it again. <laughs> you're Oops. bringing you're bringing all the wrestling talk. Or, or I yeah. am engaging our guests. <laughs> I to be fair, I'd probably do it anyways. So that's, <laughs> that's true. Um, so where are we now? So they run out of the match again, um, and Corey runs back in the Sweet Sixteen party. He's wearing the Vader mask still, but he's put his suit on. And Sean is like, "Corey, wait, have a good time." And then he goes, "Oh no, no, take off your mask." Um, so Corey goes over to Topanga and he does the whole like, oh, I couldn't find you again thing. And she's like, you're out of breath. Uh, and he says, from finding you, from finding you. And she says, okay, well, I got to go talk to the DJ, um, um, uh, for our dance. Oh, they had, and the, then did they have the masks on this time or last time? It was this time. This time. Yeah. And, but he had pulled it off and they go. Uh, Sean goes, we got to hurry. Look at the TV. And there's a TV in the corner of this that is playing. The uh, the match that would not have house, been on television. The house show match. Right, but why was it? Why at a girls a, a girls sweet six? Now women could like wrestling, but let's be real. In 1996, a 16 year old female at a would most likely not be watching wrestling at her sweet 16. No, I just assume that she was at like I don't know the Philadelphia Moose Lodge or something. Mm. 
And then, like, so there they still have people, like, in another room. And they just have one thing playing on all of the TVs. And so whatever was playing on the other TVs within the building is also playing on the TV in there. But also, as you pointed out, this wouldn't have been on television. No, it would not have been on TV. Even if it was, that means that Corey has run back and forth while being clearly the focal point of the television. And no one went, hey, that's the kid from the Vader match. Right. Like, the voice voice saying, uh, Frankie... Corey and Sean as Vader came into the ring. The the entire time we've seen her party, not one person has interacted with Topanga. That is another strange thing. So she, in real life, at a sweet 16, she would have had a lot of people around her, mm-hmm. talking to her and occupying her. Now we don't, like, she's with Corey all the time. Like, who are the people at her party? And they all give her stink face when, like, Corey is not there to dance with her. Like, the one girl specifically behind her uh-huh. uh, gives her the the weirdest, dirtiest look. Like, oh, my God, how do you, like, where where's your dance? Like, Right, which we're coming up to. So Corey goes back to the match. Because as, as Mike is screaming about the fact that they're pulling the snake out of the bag again. <laughs> right, they're pulling. <laughs> Mike's like, no, like, it was already out. You've already, ru- like, you've already killed the finish, man. So we go back to the spectrum, and um, uh, Corey and Sean run over to, to Frankie, and Frankie's like, where have you been? I need your help. I have no ideas. And... Um, uh, Vader falls out of the ring, and he's he like grabs Frankie and he's like, "My boy, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose. I I can't. I'm I, I need some, I need your advice now." And Corey's like, "I got nothing." And Frankie goes, "Ah, father, I have no tips about pile drivers and scoop slams. All I have is the love of a son for his father. For no matter the outcome of this match, you will still be the champion of my heart." Oh, beautiful. <laughs> That's so beautiful. And Vader is like, How would you feel if I won today? Would it be okay if I won today? And uh, so he goes back in. He does, he sets up Jake the Snake. He he does all of his like counter moves. And then he does the Vader bomb very slowly, I might add. He doesn't do it quicker. I was going to say, he did not do it quick at all. Like, it was not quicker. That was the one tip that started this whole thing. Um, And he wins. He wins. And everyone's in the ring with their arms up. cheering and Corey says this is the greatest day of my life or something and then Sean's like oh it's not going to be gonna be look at the time and he runs back to the party we have already seen Topanga standing because like as soon as Corey left they started playing the song literally called Sweet 16 it was like Sweet 16 something 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 please. it was not like a I, I memorized it earlier and then I forget like now I forgot oh, please it please sing it for uh, us if I if, if somebody gets started I'm sure but like I only know like mm. remember like the first few lines because after that I've never heard that song ever in my entire life I don't think Other it's a real that. song I don't know it, I feel like it could be because they could obviously couldn't do happy birthday because that was still owned by Sony uh what's it yeah, yeah, yeah. Up until like a few years ago, happy the happy birthday song was owned by Sony, so you, that's why you never hear it on actual shows or anything because they would you have could to only make your PlayStation sing it to you. Well, th- <laughs> that's what, and that's why everybody would make up their own birthday song in whatever TV mm-hmm. show they were in. Right. But like, was she waiting? To dance with Corey to happy birthday, essentially. I, I, I mean, it's essentially what it was. She's like, oh no, happy birthday's on and my boyfriend isn't here to dance with Just me. Just like my mother and father danced to when they were 16. <laughs> oh, yeah, happy birthday to you. Also, where are her mother and father? 
Like, nobody is right. there for her. They, no one is talking to her. Apparently, he was supposed to be there because her parents wanted him there. Right. But now they're nowhere to be seen. Maybe they were at the table with the ant. Maybe they were at the spectrum. <laughs> they're like, here. You. I, I feel like Jebediah would not be watching wrestling. I agree. Yeah, no, he's all peace and love and making they guitars. Right, well, that's the thing. I don't think they would have DJ. I think Jebediah would have been playing the guitar. Ooh, why didn't he have his monkey friends there? But <laughs> I I think... Je- <laughs> what? <laughs> the monkeys, the band. Yeah, yeah. You were just you're like, right. have his monkey friends I wish there? we were a little farther because we haven't seen Jebediah in a while. And I know you haven't... You, you don't believe... Is it Jebediah or Jedediah? Jedediah. Jebediah, Jedediah. Whatever. Uh, uh, same thing. Bible name. Uh, mm. yeah. You haven't seen Bible name in a while. Uh, yeah, so... Either way, he uh, he might have lost his monkey friends. He might have gone through some. Let's just say he's yeah. gone through some weird life changes. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see that soon. I would imagine. Uh huh. Um. So Corey runs back into the party, but everyone's gone. Topanga's sitting there by herself. Every like everything's cleaned up. Every, She's her still party sitting was there. only the length of a wrestling match. <laughs> and apparently, right. So if it was a real wrestling match, we'd be like, I guess it, twenty minutes before, which apparently meant that Corey couldn't be there. So let's say forty minutes, maybe an hour, for this party. I don't go to a party for an hour. Like every party I've ever gone to is definitely going to be longer than that. Oh, and a sweet 16 party is going to be all night. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to be four or five hours long. Maybe Vader had a five-hour match with And there's going to the be snake. other teenagers there that are actually her friends. Right. My, my, like, my sweet 16, they could have MTV there. They yeah. could have, they could have done that. And they could have had, like, little Romeo show up. <laughs> right? I know, it's really early. He's she, not even alive yet. And then yet. she dances yeah. with little Romeo instead of Corey. Although it's 96, so little Romeo's a baby, so she's <laughs> right. pushing around a stroller. <laughs> that, that <would> um... <laughs> So, anyway, he walks over to her, and she's upset, and she goes, this is what Mike said earlier, she says, how was the fight? It, it wasn't a fight, it was a match. I would have corrected it right there. Yeah, but she doesn't know a lot about wrestling, so at least we can give that to her. She should have shown Mike up still would have said something. Right, I still would have said something, like, bro, it's a match. We've been together for how long? You know I'm a huge wrestling ma- fan. You're, you're still going to call it a fight? <laughs> can you imagine if Corey looked at Topanga and was like, bro, it was a match? <laughs> yeah. She would have been like, shh, don't talk. <laughs> also, I feel like he would have, this is weird, but I feel like he would have also had a the smell of like an arena on him. Which, yes. Oh, yeah. Right? Yes. And he was running back and forth. He would have smelled bad. Oh, he would have, he would have been sweaty. He would have been like, uh, like sweat, like you would have seen the sweat. I, I, I know he was wearing pretty dark clothes, but still like. Oh, no. But you sweat. Goes through everything. Was, you would have smelled the beer on him, and it was '96, so you would have smelled smoke on him too. Right? They were, they were still smoking, smoking in arenas. the arena. I'm pretty sure That's they crazy. were. Maybe '96. Yeah, I, so. I don't. Um, uh, it was around then. They had. They, I mean, there was pyro, but I don't know about they were smoking cigarettes in '96. Well, as as early or as recently as like 2006, if you went to a um, NASCAR race, you could smoke in the stands. Yeah, but they were like, outdoors in the stands. That's true. But you're right next to people. I'm thinking about baseball. I definitely went to baseball games in 96 where people were smoking, but that was outdoors too. Okay. So anyway. Back to the episode. Where were we, Tanya? Um, Topanga's disappointed in Corey because she was, she was there waiting for the dance and he was not there. 
and she was like, you better have a good or I need to hear your reason and I know it's going to be a good one and Corey says is this where I get hit in the head with a frying pan and she's like "Uh, Sean translate and he goes Flintstones (laughs) and she goes oh two places at once that's the that's the episode with pebbles and the the thing so the pebbles Um, and water buffalo episode I think yeah 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 Yeah. and uh Corey says, he, he explains the whole thing. Like, I, I had to be there for Frankie. I had to get him close to his father. I was trying to help him. And she looks at the TV where they're showing a replay of the match that Corey was just at. And it's just Frankie and Vader in the ring, like, still, like, holding hands and, like, celebrating. And she's like, well, I guess you did it then. This whole scene that they're talking, they're just still playing the re- Not even a replay of the match. The replaying right. the victory just over and over again that also wouldn't <laughs> yeah. happen there was also no wwf logo at the time that would have been on the screen you oh, yeah. if you look the entire episode there's no wwf logo at all even on yeah, the I mean, apron that's weird they covered mm-hmm. up the, the wwf logo on the apron the crowd just so covered that middle area which you would yeah, normally they- be able to see they used all the WWF guys, so you would think that 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 would kind of be written in, like, okay, you're gonna use all our guys. You gotta say WWF to promote and us. Spe- I wonder if it's because they're on a different network. They specifically said World Wrestling Federation. Oh, because yes. we didn't bring that up. World. He always said his his dad was in the World Wrestling Federation as a villain. Yeah, mm-hmm. is a, I don't know if you say character or or type of villain category. Yeah. Like, just say heel, man. Just call him a heel. Did they call them heels no, then? They did. Oh, they called. Not in, always called them heels. Not in public, like yeah, not yeah. in the open. It was. Okay. It was. It was a, a term. I mean, if you read a, a dirt sheet, you probably did because Meltzer was sending right. out his dirt sheets at the time. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was definitely an insider term. Yeah. So I never knew that it was called turning heel until Alden told me when we started dating, and I watched wrestling all the time, and I never had heard anyone say, like, oh, well, that person turned heel. I was just like, oh, they they were bad. They used to be good, and now they're bad. I've heard the term heel used outside of wrestling as somebody as a villain, and I can't put my finger on what show it was, but it's apparently also used outside of wrestling, but yeah, it's it's definitely more wrestling. It's a heel, a heel turn. I didn't know what a heel and face was until way later. I remember playing one of the SmackDown games, uh, on the PS2 that my cousin had, and I would go over, and you'd make a character, and you'd pick heel or face, and I didn't really know the difference, so I'd always make him a face. But, yes, that's my story. That's a Mike story. <laughs> that, that is... It was very enlightening. Thank you. Is a patented Mike Mike story. That is uh, <laughs> what we would call it. So Mike where story. are we? So, so, so we're basically so at the... Corey's like, I would do anything to make it up to you, and uh, Sean says, well, Frankie does owe you a favor, and it cuts to the, the ring with everyone gone and Corey and Topanga are dancing to the same song that was at the dance. Uh, happy the, birthday, sweet 16. The not happy birthday dance. And, um, and they're very sweet and loving. And you pan over to Sean and Frankie who are sitting there watching them eating popcorn. And, uh, and I think Frankie, Frankie says, says, how long do you think this is going to go? And Sean goes, these two, They'll go the distance. It was very like Humphrey Bogart, like these two, they'll go the distance. Yeah, it was actually really cute. And then uh, Vader comes over and Vader says to, now we're in the credits scene. Now we're in the post credits Mm -hmm. scene. I mean, the credits are rolling, Yeah, actually. So are the credits rolling or are they done rolling? They are rolling, I believe. Thank you. Post credits scene. Post means after. It is a credit scene. I'll have to give her that. It's 
I, I know that she's right, but I'm never going to give it to her. But post credit just rolls so off mean. the tongue so much better. Right. It's, I mean, a post credit scene as a label sounds more correct, but it would imply that the credits are over. I'm never giving up this bit. So um, <laughs> Frankie and, and Vader start talking, and Vader says, I accept that you don't want to be a, a wrestler like your pappy. He calls himself <laughs> pappy. Um, but he, and then he ta- tells him that he wants to show him this new move that he thought up. It's called the Vader Salt. And then Corey and Topanga are still dancing in the ring. And and he's like, you know, I would never let anything bad happen to you, blah, 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 blah. I'll always protect you. And then he looks over and I guess he sees Vader getting ready to do his thing. He's like, uh, Topanga, I need you to take a couple steps to the right. And then that's when the Vader salt happens. He, yeah, I think it's like one step to the right. And it's like, well, you didn't really take a large step. You would have been fine where you were because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, he, he was he was just trying to show off. I would have laughed better more if if he jumped on them. Like that would have yeah. been. <laughs> I'll protect you, and then they both get squashed by Vader. Yeah. <laughs> if it had been Eric in the middle of the ring, that's what would have happened. So that was one thing that I realized. There's no B plot. There's and I I don't know how many B plots we've really had this season. Well, I mean, there is kind of. So the the A plot is that Frankie wants to get his father's affection. The B plot is Topanga's birthday, but they do coincide with each other. But they're basically the same plot. I mean, they're basically right. in the same. They're all. It's all right. one streamline plot. Uh, I think the only other episode that I would say is similar in plot action would be the Metro Train New Year's one where there are like other stories like sort of happening but it's all happening within the same realm we yeah we also don't get we also get no eric we get Mm -hmm. we don't get the matthews house we don't get mr feeney we don't get we get the matthews house for like two seconds when they're watching the flintstones but we don't get anyone in his family yeah we don't get amy or alan or eric or morgan you got you get nobody extra it's it's i think they i feel like they they Spent all their money on, on getting Vader and, yeah. and getting the WWE thing there that they had nobody they knew at the party. Like, you could have even had, like, his parents at the party or something. I mean, Morgan. That's a really good point. I didn't even think about the fact that, like, all they had to do was have extras there at the party. Mr. But Fee, if they had right. had anyone that was a recurring character, they would have had to pay them their mm-hmm. salary. Mr. Turner, Mr. Feeney. You know, we don't even get Eli anymore, which I really am upset about that oh, still because I, I like Eli. Eli. So much. Um, yeah, so that that kind of irked me. Since you see the future, do we ever get Eli back? No, he's gone. He was just in that season, that one season, which what? really. Well, you also really don't get Mister Turner after really much after this. You get him. I want to say the la- the last time I remember seeing him was a Christmas episode that'll be coming up. Uh huh. Yeah. So November. Oh yeah, number fifteenth was this episode, and then Jeff McCracken does the next episode, which is the Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, Thanksgiving, and then wow, yeah, Thanksgiving's next. So we get one more with Frankie, at least one more, which is also Jeff McCracken. Wow, Jeff, uh, he did a lot of directing this season. Yeah, he did most of this season. He did all of this season. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Huh. Oh, I don't know. I'm just. When we have Mike on, we need to have a theme song for when he Googles something. Oh, yeah, yeah. dude. Trust me. This <laughs> happens on all all the shows that I'm on. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you start to look something up, and it's you get 
But the, Holden's now, learning how to play the piano, so he needs to write a little ditty about you googling things every time you're on. Yeah. And then we'll just give it to you, and you can play it on your other shows too. Mm-hmm. Next season's mostly done by one person with very few Jeff McCracken and one other person in a random episode. Yeah. I mean, last season was mostly um, what's his name, Megan Trainer's grandpa, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. David Trainer. Uh, yeah. Uh, so it they it seems like their seasons are kind of taken over by one person with a few people jumping in between. I mean, McCracken does a really good job. All right, so this episode's over, right? Yeah. Um, Mike, how'd you feel about the episode? I love that Mr. episode. Mr. Wrestling. I love that episode. <laughs> Everything that's wrong with it, I still love that episode. I, I remember that episode. I say this every time. I feel like I talk to anybody about an episode, but it's one of the episodes I remember very distinctly. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing about this episode and about you is that uh, that was the most wrestling fan way to talk about. Like you were like you had all of these problems with it, but then you're like, "But I loved it." Right? I lo- I loved it. <laughs> Which is exactly how everyone feels about like that's how wrestling fans yeah. are. Like that's how we are. We're like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they did this, this, and this." What a great pay per view! Right? <laughs> it was it was a it was a fun episode overall. I mean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even though the Flintstones episode they played had literally no voc- uh, like words or vocals to it, so like mm-hmm. you're just hearing sounds, that annoyed Which me. Which we but... wish it did because the Flintstones is the shit. Yeah, I haven't watched yes. the Flintstones in a very long time. Though I have Verve, and I can watch it on Verve on Vo- Boomerang. But... I grew up obsessed with Hanna-Barbera cartoons. That was all I watched. Like I loved all Hanna-Barbera and... Flintstones and Jetsons were just the best. I, I did too, but then, I mean, other things started coming on, and I'm sure, the, you know, they stopped showing them as much. So, you know, then, then you get in the 90s with Powerpuff Girls and Ed, Ed and Eddie and all this other stuff. And Johnny Bravo, which is probably arguably one of the best cartoons ever. I have not watched Johnny Bravo in a very long time, and I feel like now would be problematic. Oh, it was problematic then, <laughs> but... There's a Johnny Bravo Christmas special. Like, Cartoon Network's Christmas specials are very, very good. And the Johnny Bravo one makes me cry every year. And I secretly watch it every single year and ball my eyes out. Tanya's going to need to do a debatable where you guys talk about Cartoon Network cartoons. Can we uh, do a Christmas debatable about Christmas cartoons? We can during Christmas time. I don't think we've done that yet. I'm trying to think of what we've done. You know, we could definitely do a tournament. I feel like there are at least 16 entrants. Yeah. 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 So that's how you felt about the episode? <laughs> it is. It's a long, it's a fuzzy inside, yeah. Tanya, how'd you feel about the episode? I love this episode because Frankie is my favorite character that has ever been on television ever, with um, Herman as a close second. Yeah. Like, he, they're just so good, but Frankie is so, so wonderful. Uh, all of his delivery, and, like, that's literally all I can say about it, is it was great because Frankie was in it. Um, it was hard to... to to take notes on and stuff because Frankie is such a rich character that you want to write down every single thing that he says and it's not even possible. Um, Topanga is starting to be very, like, overly, weirdly controlling, like, in a way that I think she continues to be throughout the show. I can't remember. But, like, when she turns around in the classroom and puts her, like, finger on Corey's mouth and is like, shh, don't talk. I'm like, um, that was rude. <laughs> right. But if Topanga's turning around and saying, shh, don't talk, putting her finger on my mouth, 
I'm not going to say a damn word. (laughs) And see, if she did that to me, I would be furious. (laughs) We have. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, I I don't know, man. I would have been all right with it. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, she's touching me. I'm fine. Listen, we all have our things, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) I would have been been cool with it. Uh, So I just realized I had a problem. I know, Alden, you're about to tell us how you like, if you like the episode or not. But it just occurred to me. Didn't Frankie help teach Joey how to wrestle and help train him? Yes, but him? he didn't like wrestling. So in that episode, he talked about the fact that he himself did not like wrestling, hmm. but his father was a wrestler. I didn't, I, yeah, I couldn't remember or not. Yeah, he, that was one of the things that he made pretty clear was that he was like, I'm not a fighter, like, but... And he didn't want to be doing it, but Joey was like, I need you to do this, like, you right. have to. Right, because they were trying to find their own ways mm-hmm. yeah yeah how'd you like what do you think about the episode i thought it was great oh, good job mike thanks tanya's never done that before um <laughs> i uh i love the episode i love it for so many reasons like i love frankie and i love all of his uh uh monologues that he goes on uh but i also love vader and i loved wrestling and i love that era of wrestling like that was it was huge for me at the time um, and I think Corey was also fantastic in the episode. Mm-hmm. Like he, his one-liners were great. Um, Sean's Sean was one-liners good. were really good too. Sean was good when Sean had to do the, like Sean forgot about his mask. Like that was a really funny, like it was, it was the comedic timing on that was really good. So overall, like I loved the episode. There were a lot of issues with it. Like it was very inconsistent, but it the didn't fun matter. The ones it was are fun. always choppy. Like, yeah. the really fun ones always are inconsistent and choppy, and, like, it's kind of okay. But And that's what makes it funny, because uh, I think there are a lot of people who, who kind of saw this episode coming and told us, like, in the Facebook group, there were people who were talking about how fun this episode is, mm-hmm. and they're not wrong, but it also was very emotional and deep. Like, you're watching again, like, we've dealt with Sean and Chet, we're watching Frankie oh, yeah. just want his dad to love him so bad, mm-hmm. yeah. but not know how to get it. I think in this is in this instant though, he's not trying to get someone who doesn't already love him to love him. He's trying to get the attention that he that he craves, but his dad does already love him. <laughs> like where with Chet, Chet does not love his son. Right. So there is a difference there. Maybe that's what made him into a, a crony. Like, a, a, you know, he did have the love of his father, so he looked for it in all the wrong places, and that just happened to be Harley Kiner. Yeah. Right. Or he was trying to prove that he could be tough to his father. Mm. And I think what what the, what the my point that I'm trying to make is, is that for him, he thinks that if he proves himself to his father, his father is going to love him. And I don't think his father doesn't love him, but he doesn't love him in the way that a poetic spirit expects to be loved, like, and appreciated. Yeah, you got way more deeper out of it than I did. I looked at it, I was like, I was like, there's wrestling on this episode. Let's go. <laughs> no, I, I don't just, know if you've heard our podcast, Mike, but we dive a little deep there. I still... I still feel like that line where he says the one thing my father loves the most. And then he says, my brother Herman, like that killed, like that it, was such a deep my spirit. Um, anyway, that's how I feel about the episode. I'd say this is the longest episode we've done in a long oh, time. Yeah. I, I'd say you have a lot to edit. <laughs> no, I'm leaving it all. <laughs> anyway, so where can people find this stuff for you, Mike? So you can find us, uh, all of our shows, uh, the T13 Media Network, at our website at t13media.com. That's the letter T, the number one, three spelled out. 
media.com. Uh, you can find our show, Book It, a wrestling podcast. You can find Debatable, which is our two actual podcasts right now. We also just added a um, a vi- uh, our friend, Kenny. He's, uh, he's doing a video podcast, and that's pretty fun. I'm doing the editing on that. And uh, you can find us on Twitter, which is all linked on the website. And find us on Twitch, because we really like having fun on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash T13media. Mondays at 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. You can come watch the unedited episode of every debatable we do because no matter what it is, someone says something stupid <laughs> and it's it's going to be on Twitch. So, yes. T13media.com uh, And you have merch. Oh, yeah. We have merch. T13media.com slash store. We need merch. Uh, yeah. We don't need merch. You need merch. You can, you can definitely get some merch. Merch is fun. Um, did, are you guys still doing your like charity drive or? So we did. We did finish that, and okay. we did donate the proceeds we made. And that is, um, we it was. I don't know if we said how much we made. It was about a hundred dollars, which wasn't too bad. I mean, we make we make about five dollars per shirt, so that really did add up. So yeah, I mean, yeah, that's great. We did. We it was supposed to be for the Black Visions Coalition, coalition, but we they actually are collective, collective. They told us to donate it to a different charity because they've got a whole bunch. So we actually donated it to one that um, focuses on at-risk youth, uh, ble- uh, you know, um, African American at-risk youth that, and also helps them with the art. So um, doing music, podcasts. Um, video all that stuff so oh, we went ahead and, and donated it to that awesome so you can also find us uh at bmg and bmw on twitter or you can email us at bmg and bmw at gmail.com there's the facebook group uh just type in boy meets girl meets boy meets world and you'll find us you can find us you can talk to mike there you can talk to us there when we're not too busy we've been very busy with work both of us lately like it's been a nightmare i've been covering like four different positions at work and it's uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, I guess that's gonna do it for us, Mikey. Anything you want to add before we go? Uh, so I was gonna, I was gonna say your nickname is uh, Primetime Aldb, <laughs> <laughs> and and Tanya, your T Money. So when I replace you guys with uh, Primetime Travi T and D Money, there's uh-huh. your new nicknames. Got okay, it. Good. Thank you. So uh, soon you'll be able to find us on T13 <laughs> Media. Yeah. Once I get rid of Travis, finally, <laughs> my life's goal. My nemesis, um, the heel to my face. Yeah, I've been trying. He'll never hear you say this because he does not. <laughs> no, I've been. Yeah, no. He will not. I'll try to get them to listen. But, like it has a lot of wrestling in it. I did some booking on it because <laughs> I don't book much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that'll do it for us. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World, season four, episode nine. Class dismissed.